Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, because wherever you are in the world, it is definitely one of those. And this is Tawanda, and today I am bringing you another call for Real Girlfriends Across America. We are a company that has a foundation and mission about building lifelong friendships with women across the globe. We will be bringing you hot topics each night, and we're always looking for new hot topics. Follow us on Facebook at Real Girlfriends Across America. Our website is www.realgirlfriends.org, and we do have a Facebook page. I'm not ever really sure what it is, but I think it says, ha-ha, Real Girlfriends and the number seven. So please definitely follow our show, get connected. If you are a woman and you have different things that's on your mind, you want to hear what other women have to say about it, this is definitely the place. And we're here having a great time seven days a week, each and every night. Once again, my name is Tawanda, and this is our nightly call for Real Girlfriends Across America. And just a little housekeeping before we get started, if you have any background noises, please press mute on your phone or star six because we have so much information we want to share tonight and we want to make sure that no one misses anything. All right, all right, all right. So as we get started tonight, we have a few people that's on the call. So I just want to kind of say hello to everyone that's on. And I just want, if you don't mind, ladies, um, share your name, the state you're calling from, and one word to describe the move that you're in right now. Once again, your name, the state you're calling from, and one word to describe the move that you're in right now. Oh, Any particular order. Hey, I'm sorry, go ahead. Corinne. Yeah, hey, I'm Corinne, AKC, and I'm calling from Pennsylvania, and I'm intrigued. All right, all right, all right. Thank you. Once again, your name, the state you're calling from, and the move that you're in right now. This is Kay. I'm calling from California, and I am in a, I'm in a ready mood. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Alyssa. I think you're going to. The words right out of my mouth. Like, I, that was my mood. Ready was my mood. <laughs> so, I'm ready. And, and where are you calling from tonight? All right. The great Texas. state of Texas. Anyone else on the line? Your name, your state, and the mood you're in tonight. Come off mute. You can press star six or unmute yourself if you want to share your name, your state, and where you're calling from. Oh, I'm sorry, in your mood. All right, all right. Going once, going twice. All right. Well, we're going to definitely get started. Tonight's topic is, oh, well, I guess I should have known the topic for tonight. <laughs> down low brothers living on the down low. All right, all right. And, um, <laughs> I know this is probably a different type of topic, and most people may not talk about things like this, but it's okay because I do. And um, I wanted to first share why I chose this topic for tonight, and it's kind of a personal um, reason that I I shared it. One of the first times I really – well, I lived in Charlotte probably a little over a decade ago – I started understanding and learning more about down-low brothers. And I'm going to tell you in a few minutes different examples of what a down-low brother actually is, according to Wikipedia, the dictionary, Urban Dictionary, et cetera, et cetera. However, when I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, I was a part of a singles ministry. And we we were at church one evening, 
talking about, you know, of course, what singles talk about, especially when, you know, it's mostly single women, we talk about men. So we were talking about men and finding a man and all this other stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And um, they were talking about, you know, different types of men you like. And me, I'm, I'm always the type of person that I'm not going to rain on your parade, but I'm going to give you another alternative to look at things. And I said, and I remember this vividly, like, and it was probably 12, 13 years ago. I said, well, I hope while you're looking for all these men, you don't grab a down low brother. And one of the girls looked at me, and you would have think that I said something like something like that was going to kill someone because she was so disgusted with something I said, like I was really ignorant. And she said, I'm talking about a save man, girl. I guess she was, I felt like she was saying, your little girl, you're not even a church girl for real saying something stupid like that in the church. And I said to her and all the women, if you think that there's no down low brothers in the church because they say they are Christians, then y'all are crazy, like literally. And that's always been my pet peeve and my issue with women, period, because I've even had women I know that's married and say, oh, glad I'm married. Don't have to worry about that. And um, so that's really a huge misconception. And if any woman is listening to this call and you think that mm, just because you're married, somebody couldn't be down low, you are sadly mistaken. So that is one of my first encounters and thoughts for talking about and being interested in down low. And one thing I wanted to share, you know, normally when it comes to certain things, I'm I'm not a person that's really, oh, I'm doing this because I'm a black woman. It's never really about that for me. However, when I learned and realized that according to the CDC, that HIV hits black women the hardest, mm, that was alarming to me. While new infections amongst black women declined 21%, they're still accounted for in 6 in 10 new cases of HIV infection. Now, we know in reference to HIV and AIDS, there's millions of people that are infected around the country. And the number one in reference to being infected is, is African-American women. And I'm not saying that it's because of down low brothers solely. That's not what I'm saying. Do I believe that it adds to it? Absolutely, I do. Now, let me go ahead and tell you guys, for those that's kind of, mm, I'm not really sure I know what download brother actually means. According to Wikipedia, what is a download brother? All right, I'm glad you asked. Download is an African-American slang that typically refers to a subculture of black men who usually identify as heterosexual but who have sex with men, some avoid sharing this information even if they have female sexual partners. They are married or they are single. This term is also used to refer to a related sexual identity. I just kind of want to be clear about about that. Um, not sure if anyone who is that may be on the line, you've never heard of that. Once again, down low brother, a man who secretly partakes in homosexual conduct but lives in a heterosexual lifestyle, often married with children. I'm going to read that again. Often married with children. A man who many women believe is gay. All right, all right, all right. That is what a down-low brother is. I asked Lissa to come on the call tonight because her and I was having this conversation probably about two months ago, and we actually had this book that we've been writing on in reference to it um, because it's something really, really serious. So I'm going to go out to Lissa to share a little information, then we'll go out to everyone for some questions because, again, this is definitely something that the world needs to know. Lissa, are you there? Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Can you hear me? Star six. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. How are you doing tonight, lady? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Incredible. I'll turn the call over to you. Thank you. Um. Well, for those that um, maybe even on these calls, I think I've said it before. Um, download is something. 
Um, close to me, it, it touches me because, for one, I am a black woman, and it affects us more than anyone. And two, I would say from my own experiences. And it took me a long time to really face the facts that, oh, because he's on the block all day and, yeah, he got hoes, um, he could be, you know, scoring men. And I, I used to read about it a lot. And I never really thought anything of it until I would say it happened to me. And it was like, I couldn't, I can't even really explain it to you. It was just one day, like, things just, you just see it different. And for the longest, like, you know, he had all the women, and I probably had no business being with him anyway. But he was really living a double life. And it took my own cousin to tell me that. And my cousin, he was the one that, I guess, turned him out initially. <laughs> and he, what he would do, he would get these young men and... He would get them, you know, high and drunk and let them be who, you know, who they wanted to be, he said. And that was the first thing they would do. They um, would have, like, orgies and things like that. And then, you know, but before all of that, I was coming across text messages. And they were from my cousin. That's what um, led to him telling me the whole situation. And then I have a best friend. He's, you know, anybody that he calls brother, basically he slept with. And where I'm from, we're not too small, but we're not too big. And he has a lot of people in Wichita. And it's shocking because, again, like I said, you see these people, they're married with kids, they're on the block. Um, and then they're sleeping with men on the low. And then I would say, um, like, I have a best friend. Like, that is her thing. She, well, she's not my best friend anymore, but she enjoys, you know, the down low men, the gay men. Um, She, what she does is she likes to have threesomes with them to bring them out, make them um, feel how they want to feel. So if she hears that someone is, you know, down low, she's going to test the water. She's going to get them alone. And, yeah, they're all going to have sex. And I see this stuff on a day-to-day, and people live life like this is not what they're doing. And, like, I feel for the women that have to deal with that because, you know, it's some women that don't know, and then there's some women that do know, and they're totally okay with it. So writing the book and this topic itself is just, I mean, you can see how crazy it can be. And I was one of those ones that was thinking, you know, well, you know, I know my dude, like, he's not gay. And he was gay, y'all. That is definitely, um, I'm sorry, you said what now? I was saying, is y'all still with me? Oh yeah, I thought you were getting ready to to ask them some questions. I know you were sharing. Um, yeah, that's a definitely oh, that's well, a real life personal story. Questions. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and I just see these people day to day, and it's just like, have you ever had someone that's just like, can you keep my secret? So it's kind of like, I want to tell his woman, but I swore that I wouldn't. So. It was one of those situations to where I couldn't be neither person's friend because here we were keeping secrets, and friends don't keep secrets. So what's the question, um, Melissa? Oh, so my questions are, men usually say that they're down low because they couldn't come out, you know, or they don't want to come out. Or they just didn't want to discuss or lose their partner. So with that being said, are you open enough to let your man enjoy you and another man? I'll kill him. <laughs> <laughs> <Who's that? laughs> 
<laughs> I know who that is. I ain't, I ain't sharing you with nobody, no other man. Now, we may have a threesome with another woman, but uh, we ain't doing this other man thing. I ain't got time for all that. Uh-uh. Listen, I was dating so this me. dude. <laughs> I was dating this dude, and uh, my aunt's crazy because everybody in my family, they know him. So my mama had called me one day. And she was like, oh, baby, I got something to tell you. I said, what's up, mama? She's like, girl, look, dude ain't no good. I said, what you mean? She said, baby, he got him a whole boyfriend. And when I tell you after I found that out, baby, I ain't pick up the phone no more. He ain't have to make no decision. I made the decision for him and walked right on the way. Mm. And Nicole, I heard you say you would be comfortable with it being another woman. Well, what makes it different? What makes it different? That's, yeah, that wasn't one of the questions. I was just asking a question to Listen, that one. Let me tell you something. <laughs> because oh, I I just I I can't even answer that because I I don't even know. But I. I can handle me and you being with another female more than I can handle me and you being with another male. I I just can't get down with watching another man fucking you in your ass or or you fucking the other man in the head. Like I can't get down yeah. like that. Yes, I'm telling y'all, I, I I'm still recovering mentally. Like that does something to you. Like really. It kind of makes you think, like, well, there's something wrong with me. But really, deep down inside, that's just who they are and who, what they want to do. What about you, T? The other ladies, go ahead and have an opportunity to answer that because <laughs> that's a whole other level. Cat. Cat's not on yet. Okay. Um, see? Um, I think that, yeah, no, I, I definitely would not be okay with um, me watching my mate with another guy. Like, that's that's where my threshold ends. Um, I'm kind of with the other caller. Like, it's, I guess, it's okay, I guess, for a female, but no, not a male. And just because I feel like if we're in a relationship or if we're having a sexual relationship, I'm not going to want to see my male with another male. And that's just me personally. Not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's just me personally. I don't want to share my guy with another guy. No, I totally agree with you, ladies. Any other ladies want to answer that? Um, this is Kay. Um. I can tell you right now that I would never be okay. I'm not okay with a woman being with my man, and I would even more so be not okay with a man being with my man. First of all, um, I mean, we all know very well what goes into all of that, and if he's not going to tell you what's going on, you don't know. Some men don't know how to clean themselves. That, uh, that could literally kill you. So, yeah, I'm not cool with that. I agree. Um, so, um, ladies, yeah, let me give my huh? two cents about that. But um, okay. Oh my gosh. Um, earlier when <laughs> Nicole was saying what she would be okay with in that she wasn't for two men, and um, you wasn't really sure why. I guess my thing is I I have no problem with someone that's bisexual or a man that's gay. That's all cool. I just have an issue with the down low, that you, you are sneaky, you are a liar, you are sneaking the grass, you are trifling, because yeah. you're not giving the person you're with the opportunity to say they are cool with the fact that you're doing that. And if I'm cool with that, no, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Well, have you ladies ever suspected or, you know, thought that the person you were loving was down low? Woo! This is Sawanda. And in reference to the scenario you explained about dating someone, girl, I'm, I don't know. 
But I'll tell you one thing, I am still a little in shock. Long story short, I was dating this, this person many moons ago, and when I woke up, he was having some type of dream, but it was a sexual dream about this guy because he was saying, okay, yeah, Roger, or whatever the guy's name was, and he was saying all this different stuff, and I I was kind of confused. Um and I just, and then I looked at how his house was and certain things and all the stories he talked about was just him and the friends and they were male, all male friends. And then I just started getting this really weird vibe and everything in my gut told me that this successful man that had everything in the world, that his ass was down low. I never confirmed it though. And the other thing I wanted to share is um, I have a family member that had two experiences. Um, with it, the first experience was dating someone for ten years. They graduated high school together. They both went off to different colleges. They both went to get their master's degree, and she was helping him move from one place to the next. And as she was unloading some boxes, and let me let you know that this is a celibate relationship because she was a preacher's kid, very good girl for real, for real. Wasn't planning on having sex until marriage. So she was helping him move, and um, I guess it was like 24, 25, because they had just got their master's degrees, and um, she dropped the box. And the box dropped, and pictures flew out, which was him and his lover on several exotic vacations over the years. Um, Needless to say, it ended that relationship, and she ended up having a stroke. Um, About five years later, she ended up meeting another guy. Um, she lived in one place, and he lived in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, she ended up meeting another guy, and um, fast forward four years later, he ended up being down low and HIV positive. Um, and by the grace of God, and nothing but God's grace, um, her and her child did not have it. Um, but she was married to this person. So, um, yeah, this is extremely personal to me because – I think I might have experienced it, and then there's somebody who I love and adore that did experience it twice. I love when you tell that story. What about you, Nicole? What was the question again? Have you ever thought the man that you were loving was on on the down low? <laughs> I ain't never think that, but it got proven to be that, though. And I mean, you know, uh, it, it's crazy, though, because, you know, after I found out, I, I went and got tested to make sure I didn't have anything. So, I mean, it was a it was a good thing. And then I left the dude alone completely. But uh, he, he's actually the only dude that I've ever talked to like that, though, that uh, actually end up coming out and, and stuff, so... I mean, his, and I think why he didn't come out in the beginning was said that he has two little boys, so he didn't want, um, he didn't want them growing up in their environment. But I don't know what happened to actually make him decide to come out, but he did. But it's, I mean, while we was dating, you would have never thought that though. Right, I get you. What about you, Kay? And I do apologize for getting you mixed up with Kat earlier. No worries. Um, I I have had a couple instances where I was very suspicious. Um, the first guy, I think I remember telling this story, well, not this story, but about this particular person on the line before the first guy I ever fell in love with when I was like 15, 16 years old. Um, so he used to, his best friend, um, he used to kick it with this guy, was his best friend all the time, like, um, and his best friend, we all knew his best friend was gay. I mean, the flame was real. Like, he was just a straight queen. And they just hung together all the time. Like, no matter where they went, no matter where we all went, like, they were just two peas stuck together, like, white on rice. They were always together. So there was always, like, joking, like, dude, are you guys together? You know, people would joke about it, but it was in the 90s. It was before the whole, you know, really being open about coming out and everything, and he was a minister's son. And so people joked about it and wondered about it, but there was never any, like, real accusations. And then later when I had conversations with uh, the girl who, you know, 
took him from me, you know, quote unquote later, he told me that whenever they went on dates, that uh, the guy was always there with them. Like she could never get any alone time. It was like one big fat trio all the time. So, I mean, you know, there were questions about that, just no proof or anything. And then there was uh, later on, there was this other time I was dating this guy, and before he kissed me, he put on some lip gloss, some cinnamon lip gloss. And I was like, um, (laughs) (laughs) buddy, that's my job. What is (laughs) up? So, uh, (laughs) yeah, there have been some questionable moments. Not the cinnamon. <laughs> Spicy lips. <laughs> what about you, C? Um, not me personally. Um, I remember when I was like in my early twenties, um, me and my, my best friend, we were um she was telling me about this guy, she had just went down to uh to Georgia, um, and she was telling me about this guy and like from what she described and I can't remember because that was like a long time ago, exactly what she said to make me think that maybe he was gay. So we called him, well, she called him on three-way, and I disguised my voice as a guy. And I was like, yeah, you gave me my your number on the basketball court. And, like, he kind of, like, was feeding into it. So maybe he did give his number out to guys on the basketball court. But um, <laughs> he kind of, in so many ways, like, uh, verified that maybe he was gay. But she stopped talking to him after that conversation. Right, because, you know, oof, that's that's scary. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My next question, just speaking hypothetically, if you heard rumors that your man was gay or on the down low, would you, until you had proof, or would you just up and leave? What would you do? Hmm. See, what would you do? Um, hmm. I would not take that lightly. Um, so I definitely would want, especially if you've been together for a long time. Now, if it's something new, I probably will just, like, you know, question him about it, not really care if I insult him because I wouldn't really care at that point. Um, but if it's something that was, like, a relationship that was, like, true to my heart, I would want to get, like, more information and maybe – not set him up, so to say, but get more proof to make sure that, you know, I'm not just listening to false rumors. Okay. What about you, T? Honestly, and I don't even hate to say this, everybody's suspect, really. I don't even have to hear it. I'm with somebody. You already know how I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm listening, I'm asking questions. You know, I'm 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 notorious for so let's play the question game. We're gonna talk about it because I already have studied this for over ten years. I know and understand. So yeah, I, I don't even need to hear it. I'm going to know. I'm gonna check you out and when it comes to like if you are sexually involved with someone, it, you gotta be getting checks on a regular basis, like twice a year because I'm not playing with my life and I'm just on a whole other level when it comes to that because the world has changed so, 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 so much. So, and when I say I'm checking, I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I'll be talking to him, trying to find out like, what are your principles? What are your values? What are your thoughts? When we talk about hypothetical situations. What are your friends like? Because one thing I know for a fact, a lot of these guys they hang together. They all, they all like whether they're married or whether they're single. They all have this commonality. And the last thing I want to share, I met a guy one time in D.C. And we admitted a party, and we were just tripping. And I can't remember what kind of party it was. It was a pretty wild party. And we were in conversation. We weren't trying to, like, get together or anything. And he was married. He was in a political position in D.C., and he would go golfing twice a year with his fuck buddies. And they were all down low. And this is what he revealed to me himself. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. so discouraged because this man had a wife, beautiful children. Like, we were just talking and kicking it for hours at this type of party we were at. And that's what he disclosed to me. And guess what? No one knew other than these guys. They went twice a year golfing. And people live this lifestyle, like, straight up. So, yeah, I'm checking. I'm looking. I'm listening. I'm looking in your eyes because it's the way his eyes is going to look. Like, everybody suspect. Like, for real, for real. Straight up. Mm. I agree. I straight agree. You know I do. (laughs) What about you, Kay? 
Can you ask the question again? If you heard, if you heard rumors that your lover was on the down low, sorry, <laughs> it's okay. If you heard rumors that your lover was on a down low, would you leave or would you get more proof? What would you do? Um, I would hire a private investigator and uh, a <laughs> him. Really? Didn't I just tell you that's my life right there? <laughs> Okay. Nicole, what about you? Well, after... Would you wait to get proof? Listen. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to leave you alone. Because if somebody comes to me with a rumor like that, then they know something that I don't know. So I'm, I'm just going to leave you, and then that's just going to be the end of it. Yeah, I I agree. Like when I first seen the messages, he was trying to say, you know, oh no, you know, he was just texting me to drink. Okay, let me tell you something. After twelve o'clock, or really after ten o'clock, if we not like really good friends, you shouldn't be calling me. So anything after that is a booty call. So him texting you at one forty nine in the morning on a Sunday asking you, are you up? Y'all about to go bust some ass. I'm not stupid. So, no, I don't want to be with you no more. And in the messages, like, I, I ain't never told nobody this, but I ended up hacking his Facebook. Apparently, it was going on on Facebook, too, and and this was after we was together. Um, he was saying something, but I'm not gay. That's all he kept saying, but I'm not gay. He said, but you mess with me. He said, no, I'll let you mess with me, but I'm not gay. And I was just like, and I just screenshotted it to both of them and showed it to them. And I haven't talked to them two since. And one is my cousin and one is my ex. <laughs> but anyway, my next question. Would you have a threesome with a man on the down low or, you know, bisexual or gay? Um, can I answer this one first? Anyone, go. <laughs> okay, this is Kay. I would never have a threesome ever because I'm the most jealous female on this planet, and I just don't care. What's mine is mine, period. And that's what I got to say. Mm, that's a whole other call. That's a whole other call. I'm going to get you on a whole other call, Miss I Don't Share, not knowingly anyway. <laughs> well, this is the... Um, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't because I just, like I said before, there's nothing wrong with it, but I just don't want to be with you and then picture what you were doing yesterday at 12. Like, I'm I'm good. Um, well, Lisa, you had someone join in, too. I'm not sure who joined. Um, but this is T, and my answer is no. Mm-mm. I would not be interested or excited about a threesome with two men. No, thank you. Because guess what? While they getting it in, I don't believe the woman even matter. Because one thing I learned from the study, when a man has a craving for another man, honey, he don't want you. Not not in that moment. Uh-uh. Ain't nothing you can do for him. Because that man is what's going to get him excited. I can see myself now in the damn with two men. They going at like, hello, I'm here. Do you see me? Can you touch me? Can you kiss me? Can you taste me? Mm-mm. Nah, boo-boo, it ain't your time. Mm-mm. You know, I, <laughs> I want to tell you all this story. Like, I'm, I agree with Kay. Like, threesomes is just not my thing. Like, I thought I wanted to have one. And it didn't it didn't happen like that, but the man the man that was there he threw me off, and <laughs> I ain't gonna say his name because I did invite him to listen, <laughs> but he was just like I like certain things done to me. Red flag. Don't nobody say like if if you like something done to you that you know we classify as normal, you would go ahead and say it. So I'm just like, you know, 
what is you talking about? He was like, I want you to be there to see it. But it wasn't another man. But he wanted her to lick his ass and stick her hands in his ass. And I was just like, you know what? Uh, yeah, this is why I stopped dating black men. And no, you know, not to say nothing against black men, but they are the ones that don't speak up. And I feel like if you want all that, you're a little spicy. I don't know. What do you like to say? So what's the question? Oh, (laughs) it really wasn't a question. I was just talking about a story where this man, like, he wants women to stick their hands in his butt and lick his ass. And I thought that was, you know, and I asked him if he liked men and he was just like, no. So what I do want to ask, and this is my last question. Do you ladies, you know, do you have the talk with your men's or have you had the talk? Are you afraid to have the talk? Because I feel like that's where, you know, we as women kind of lose because we're so uncomfortable to talk about it. And so we just never know. We don't ask enough questions. So do you ladies um, ask the question? This is okay. Um, I have asked the question, and I think that dude with the uh, cinnamon uh, lip gloss, like, made me sort of concerned for the future. <laughs> oh, like, this, that's not normal. <laughs> um, so I have asked the question, I, but I honestly feel like asking questions is not going to get you the answers that you're that you're trying to get. I really do. Because if they're on the download, I mean, that's the whole point. They're on the download. They're not trying to tell you whether you ask them questions or not. So I don't think the questions does any good, personally. I think that if you want to find out whether someone's on the download, you have to investigate, and you have to be willing to be intrusive into their privacy. Yeah, I, I, this is the, I agree, okay. I don't think that if you come out and ask questions, that if you're trying to hide it, that you're just going to come out and say, well, yes, this is what it is. Um, but like I want to say, like, you always should be looking for clues. Um, and just paying attention to, like, their actions. But, like, I'm good for asking around about questions, like, you know, just putting it in this, like, an everyday scenario, and I'm like, hey, what do you think about that? And, you know, <laughs> certain things like that. So, yeah, I do, I guess I, I do ask around about questions because at the end of the day, you still don't want to offend, I guess, anyone, but at the end of the day, you still want to know for yourself because you just don't want to put yourself in that position if that's not what you're into. I agree. Any other ladies? And honestly, like I said, when I'm in a relationship, we're in a roundabout way talking about this regularly, like maybe a couple of times a month, just because I'm really big on communication and just the world and different things that's going on. And because, like I said, I have a loved one that was in a whole marriage with a man that she had sex with four times in four years because he really didn't want her. And what he was attracted to really was not the facade that he played as a minister, which is what he was. He played, He really was interested in women in red lipstick and heels and prostitutes. That's what he was sleeping with in addition to guys. And he just needed to cover, you know, so he married my cousin who was a virgin the very night that um, he married her. That was the first time she ever had sex. So like I said, in a roundabout way, we're going to always have um, conversations because a lot has happened, and if not just for me, then for other women too, because everybody's not as sharp, everybody doesn't ask questions and so on and so forth. But um, so yeah, absolutely. Nicole? What was the question? Because when you're in a relationship... When you're in a relationship, do you ask the questions, you know, to try to see if you're dealing with a download lover? Lisa, I ask all kinds of questions. Anything that popped in my mind. I just had a dude tell me earlier I was crazy. I said, why? He said, because you're asking all these weird questions. 
I be trying to find out. I want to know. <laughs> well, T, those were all the questions I had for the ladies. Girl, those are some heavy, heavy questions, and we have about 15 minutes. And I just want to say a couple things, and I just want to go out and find out how everyone on here is feeling about this topic. And I want to know one or two things that you're going to do tonight because we're talking about it because knowledge with action is what's power. I wanted to share a couple things really quickly. Number one, I I had always been interested in this and studying this. And then when I found out about J.L. King, which is actually an extremely handsome black man who lives on the down low, he wrote a book many years ago um, called On the Down Low. And then a couple of years later, he wrote another book called On the Down Low Too. And when I started watching um, his information and reading, uh, of course, I read all his books and just look and say, hey, why are you exposing this? And um, and this is what I talked to Alyssa about as we start developing our book that we're going to share with millions of women because it's something people need to know. And he said, I have daughters, literally. And that's why he exposed the download because he has daughters. And he gave tips and information. And one of the things in reference to like HIV and AIDS, what he says is, when a man is down low, he's in denial. He's saying he's not gay. Because what the biggest thing people are trying to say is, why don't he just use condoms if he's cheating? And he said he can't use condoms. He can't wear condoms. He can't wear condoms because then he would subconsciously realize, I'm, I'm carrying a condom because if I see a man, I'm going to have sex with him. And a lot of these men, a man to walk into the bathroom and see another man, and these down-low men, they get this eye contact thing. And when their eyes are telling them that they're both with it, they'll literally go in the stall and have a quick moment. And that's why they cannot have a condom, because the condom would remind, it would remind them. And he says, providing a long overdue wake-up call, J.L. King bravely puts the spotlight on a topic that has until now remain dangerously taboo. Drawn from hundreds of interviews, statistics, and the author's firsthand knowledge of DL behavior, on the download reveals the warning signs of African American women, the, I'm sorry, the warning signs that African American women need to know. King also discusses the potential health consequences of having unprotected sex as African-American women represent an alarming 64% of new HIV infections. On the Download is sure to be one of the most talked about books of the year. And let me tell you this. If you have never seen a movie called Cover, is there anyone on the line tonight that has seen this movie? Anyone seen Cover? No one? No. No, I have this movie. Well, if anyone knows how to burn a seat, a DVD, I will send it to you. Let me tell you something. That movie would change your life, period. Again, I have the movie. You can go on probably Amazon or someplace to see it for free. But if you can't, I am more than happy to make sure everyone on this call gets to see that. And I just watched it again a few days ago for the first time in a couple of years. The movie is amazing. And one of the things, um, it's about down low. And one of the things in the movie, a lady says, and she, she's destroyed. Let me tell you something. Listen, you, you told your story. But guess what? There's a lot of women. And we're going to start blogging about it really soon as we're talking about this book that is coming out. But guess what? Man, we, men have been cheating on women with other women for, for centuries. But to be cheated on by another man, man, that does something to your self-esteem, man. And, yo, you get to see it firsthand in this movie. That does something to your self-esteem. So in our last 10, 12 minutes, ladies, um, and I'm not putting anybody on blast, um, but seriously, because we know that thousands of women will hear this call. How do you feel about this topic? What, what will you do after tonight that we actually are waking this topic up again? Um, share some feedback um, and whatever else you want to share as we close out. And uh, whoever wants to go first, just go first and then pass to the next lady.
going once, going twice. Now, you know, in school, when somebody's supposed to go first, nobody goes, then you just say, any, many, mighty, mo, go ahead, Kay. Why you got to pick on me, though? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay, what's the question again? After hearing this topic tonight, how are you feeling about this topic? And what proactive can you do? Because this affects you, your daughter, and every woman you know. So what can you do um, to mm-hmm. enhance awareness about this topic and situation? Um, well, for me, um, just just being more aware cautious than I have been asking questions. Um, I mean, honestly, I feel like if somebody's on the down low and they're in denial, questions don't help. You just got to do your own research, honestly. So I guess if I, you know, am in a a relationship where these flags are popping up, I would just do the research and uh, probably, you know, inform female friends what's going on so that they can be aware that that's a possibility for them too. Yeah. Okay, see. Um, I guess, <laughs> um, yeah, I would, you know, just be conscious, ask questions, um, and direct people to this call. <laughs> Nicole? Well, listen, I think it's funny, right? <clears throat> but, yeah. Asking questions is definitely a big thing. And see, I have an eight-year-old, so I ask a lot of questions because I, uh, you know, I'm very cautious when it comes to her and, and the people that I uh, allow to be around her. So uh, this was a great call, and I can't wait to uh, for for Tawanda to send me the thing, you know, and then I'm gonna send it to to my friend. So she could listen to it because she actually talked to a dude that is down low, and uh, it's, it's hilarious. And you know, a lot of times, a lot of times people people don't really realize the effect of it until it happens to you or someone you love, and that happens every single day. Okay, Liz, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, for me um, to have have experienced it. Um, it, it changed me a lot. It slowed me down a lot. You know, um, it makes you want to be more careful. You know, you you go get checkups more often. And then for me, like really, like I stopped dating black men, and like now I'm just like not into dating at all. Like I don't know. It like I said it. It does something to you mentally, and I just, I don't know, I really don't <laughs> look at men like that anymore. Mm. All right, all right, all right. You know, and the thing Wait. is, there's so many, I'm sorry, was someone going to say something? Yeah, I, I, I read this in the call. I really wanted to share a story, right? And it's funny because okay, my homegirl, she's sitting right here with me, and she's been listening to the call. And, um okay. Back when she was, like, 27, uh, the guy she was married to, you know, that she thought that they had the perfect, you know, relationship. And, uh, well, one day he comes in and he's like, baby, I want to have a threesome. So in her mind, she's thinking that, you know, he wanted a threesome with another female. Well, come to find out, he wanted to have a threesome with another guy. So they get in the bedroom because she's like, okay. So they get in the bedroom, and uh, she said (laughs) he started sucking on the man, and she said after she said she got a divorce the next day. She said she could not do it. Wow. And this is a true story? Yes. Wow. Well, I respect that because yeah. she ain't she ain't wait around, and I know stories no, of women I went said, to college with that have family members that 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 actually caught HIV and died because of this same issue. 
So she ain't waiting wow. around. And I know she probably loved yeah, them, she, but I salute her and respect said, it. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that's what she said. She said she loved him. And she said, uh, you know, she was like, she, she just thought they had the perfect, the perfect marriage. She said there was no problem. She said, but after that day, she said she went the next day and got divorced because she felt like she wasn't enough for him. Mm. And that's a whole other topic. Oh, man, these relationships, that's a whole another. We need to have a whole week talking about relationships. Um, all right, all right. Well, we're definitely not going to prolong it. Um, men on the down low, and definitely nothing against men, nothing against black men, white men, green men. It's definitely not an opportunity to hate on men. It's just an opportunity to raise awareness. So we as women, doesn't matter even what color, we need to be aware so we can be careful, point blank and period. Ladies, thank you so much for participating in this type of call and um, just sharing your story, sharing your feedback. It's really, really um, amazing. We're going to definitely close out. And I just really appreciate everyone that took the time that was able to dial in tonight, all the listeners. And anyone that's on the line, is there anything you want to add before we actually close out? Like our topic for tomorrow, anything? Uh, Yes, this is C. Tomorrow we'll be discussing how does finances um, affect you personally and in your friendship. Oh, I know. No broke, broke friends. (laughs) Give me some money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're talking about money tomorrow. I know every woman in America is going to be on here because we all love money. All right, any other other closing comments or um, news reports, updates that we need to um, know about before we close out tonight? All right, all right. I I will send the link out, everybody, in about 10 minutes when it does whatever it does. Please share it. And we also want people to follow this show because we're going to be here every night talking about some amazing stuff. We're going to close out the month of May with a bang, and June is going to be, oh, my God, on fire. So we want to definitely get 100 women that subscribe to this talk show so we can share information and resources and tips that could truly be a blessing and help someone. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everything. Stay safe. Have an awesome night. And again, good morning, good evening, and good night, everyone. Bye.